Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians. You're listening to the audio version of the live streaming vodcast from Austin, Texas. This is Season 1, Episode 22, recorded on December 19th, 2017, live from the Music First Hand Studio with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Chris Petrovka. Our musical guest is Amy Bulbrook. But wait, it's important we say thank you to our patrons, because without them, this show would spontaneously combust, and that'd be bad for a lot of reasons, so thank you. Thank you for supporting local live music. When you become a patron, not only do you help promote these great artists, you get rewards, like real stuff. So for as little as a dollar a month, we'll unlock the doors and give you exclusive behind the scenes content. And then, depending on your level of contribution, you get your very own spotlight on the show, merch from the artists sent to your mailbox each month, and VIP invites to our shows. Join our club and support the music. Sign up at ComediansInterviewingMusicians.live. That's ComediansInterviewingMusicians.live. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Music First Hand Live Streaming Showcase. We're live here in Austin, Texas. I'm Chris Petrafka, your host, but actually, Becky Jo Neal is the host. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me again. This is show 21. That's right, show number 21. Our show can drink. Woo! Yay! Uh, We've been slipping them a while. They've been good. Uh, We have a full (laughs) studio audience. We do a full studio audience. This is great. Super exciting. Super exciting. I know. Hey, so if if you're tuning in, if you're watching now, or if you hop on later, um, please like and share the program. That's really what keeps it going. We're a group of volunteers, and we do this because we love local artists. We love helping them connect with their fans. And so please like and share and send in your questions as well. Our show is notoriously weird. So the weirder the question, the more likely I'm going to ask it, right? Yes. The weirder, please. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's, a, it's always a challenge. So hey, um, we're so excited to be here. Um, with no further ado, let me bring to you Amy Bobrook. Hummingbird hovering in morning dawn Wings at attack, beating out a song Her heart is willing but it won't let go Amanishko her reflection in the glass a tiny little red throat stuck in the past and through her veins a dark sugar flows Amanishko Hmm. 
pulled like a magnet, shot like a dart. Thrashing at splinters, flying straight to his heart. She pierces deep and drinks in slow. house tonight so if you've just tuned in we're with Amy Bobrook and we're really excited to have you on the show so thank Thanks you for having me. yeah this is great a little bit before we came on you were stalling it was bad I'm sorry we were a little late is it off oh yeah there it we go it is off this whole time the whole time the whole time we All sometimes right. do that to her like we've gone whole shows we're like that's not just not even turn on her mic <laughs> no one ever does damn it alright back to what I was saying um, earlier before we went on I was talking to her about uh, we have a mutual friend at Originator Studios which is a studio on the east side that does a bunch of different kinds of media and I was asking her about a video you just shot would you like to talk about that before it like sure yeah, we, we cool. shot a video, actually, of the song that I just sang, uh, titled Amanishko, which is uh, a made-up word, kind of inspired by uh, Roger Miller's do a do I don't like that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, the uh, originator has a great studio over on the east side of Austin, uh, and we went in and recorded two live uh, music videos that should be being edited and released very soon. Oh. I don't have an official date, but that's uh, Right, this, that's is our, this is me, like putting a fire under our friend's ass like get it done it'll be great yeah. if you guys could all see that video hint hint if <laughs> yeah. and Mario's totally tagging him right now too oh right he's on it no they're yeah. great I love them Willie shout out to Willie he's great yeah. and, that, and that one and, and that video are, are songs uh, from my most recent album the Bob Brook the self-titled yeah. yeah and that came out in 2013 2014 yes, yeah. 2013 yeah 2013 yeah that's right which was also got lots of accolades it was a yeah great it, was, it got it, it was received warmly by the Austin community and that's right and beyond yeah yeah you started in Austin community in 2003 right yeah, yeah. officially yeah. Right. is it like wet, like immensely different I, I think so I think most people would say that there's you know clearly been a lot of growth um, uh, a lot of tall buildings with many rooms <laughs> yeah. being built. Literal uh, more yeah, traffic the <laughs> steel. That there is, yeah. Yep. That's okay. But I mean, you know, the, the music community I think is is uh is is the richer for it. I mean there's mm -hmm. there's many still new musicians that I'm being introduced to and yeah. I think the music scene is still very, very vibrant. Um, Good. but 
you know, it's different. Yeah. You know? Everybody has their, ooh, if they've been here long enough, everybody's like, oh, and Austin was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. The we've, olden days. You remember when you could The park. days of the week. We've had those night. folks on our show. We know, yeah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Just try to embrace it how it yes. is, I think. You know, there, there, there's some... I, I've started riding my bike more recently. Oh. Yeah, my bicycle and I got Good a motorcycle. This is a, I got a motorcycle because I don't want to deal with traffic. There we go. So That's the same reason that. I have one. Yes. New adventures, new navigations That's of the right. world. Yeah. Like, this all this growth got got Parking me spending money great. on a motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear all the traffic and I'm just like, no, I just go downtown and park. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Get <laughs> <laughs> people and you're like death traps. Yeah. Like, nope. nope. I have like a wimpy bike that doesn't even climb. So that's my excuse for not riding it anywhere, is that it doesn't have it doesn't have gears. I can't ride it there. Nope, that's just me being fat. But does it, it has pedals? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. I live at the base of Riverside and Old Torf, like no, or Pleasant Valley and Old Torf. That's just like a bowl. Oh I yeah. I can't get out that of that. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. You need no. to buy a bike with a motor on it. Yeah, to kill myself with. That's true. Maybe he doesn't not. want to co-host anymore. Ladies I know your mom is watching the show. Me, probably she doesn't want that. She's gonna be like, "Don't you dare get her yeah. a bike!" No, she um, need a bike. I have a question back to the video though, because <laughs> we were jumping around a little bit. Yes. And um, so, how long does that process take? Um, what's all involved in, in pulling together that video? Because it's it's one. I know it's expensive, right? It takes some time. Um, well, th- I, that one is a, a kind of a different approach. That that was more of a bring your band in and record live for okay. a, a handful of songs. A little easier. Um, and uh, it it wasn't. The, it's not like let's go out and shoot all this footage and okay. here's a narrative storyline and hire the film crew and do that. I've I've done that before, um, yeah. which is, I love telling a story, but it's like filmmaking is so different too. It's yeah. like very it can feel very overwhelming. But right. um, this was with Originator Studios. It was a straight up like set up your live band and we're gonna take the song three times and we're gonna okay. have a, a live edit from there, which was pretty cool. It kind of yeah. was uh, was was very pro run and. I like it so. And now I've only, I, and I've only seen you perform solo. So then, tell me about the band. Who's in the band? Uh, Donnie yeah. Wynn is my drummer yeah. and percussionist, right. and uh, Brian Beatty plays bass, okay. uh, electric bass, and then I'm on uh, electric guitar and singing. Uh, occasionally on larger shows, I'll I'll have some backup singers as well as an additional guitarist. Okay. Yeah. And that's the challenge too, right? Pulling together the whole band is just another one of those challenges that we face as artists. Is that like sense. a venue thing? You know, like. Um. If it's a smaller spot, you don't want to bring like the whole. Well, know. yeah, and it's economics as well. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. That's what it comes down to. Just balling right? on yeah. a budget. I, well, I mean, it. Right. You know, you there, there's certain gigs I actually prefer to do uh, private house parties and things. I, I, I realize that most often it usually works best in a yeah. solo or right. duo setting. It's just a little warmer, mm-hmm. and unless it's some ginormous backyard party type right. thing. Um, I. I have gotten uh, a few wedding requests. Sometimes I write okay. um, custom wedding songs for people. Oh, nice. So uh, I've been flown out to San Francisco before to to write a "How Did You Meet Love" story song, that is and, great. and that was Adorous. a lot of fun. That was right up my alley. And uh, I mean, cool. my, my music tends to be pretty mellow, kind of dark around the edges. So um, yep. you know, if you want that sort of thing at your party to rock out to, you know, some people want something super bouncy and happy, and that is not me. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. But it's very, it's very creative, obviously. I mean, that's part of the, the brand as well. And I think that you're, I mean, as I listen to a lot of your music, you're exploring, you're testing out sort of different limits of that. It's not a traditional sort of sound that you hear every day. I hope. I hope that I'm just being true to myself as a writer. Yeah. I, I've, right now, I've been uh, caught up a lot on uh, concepts. So I have three main projects going on right now. So from the last release, which was like a self-titled album. I'm, I'm in the middle of two EPs right now with Brian Beatty mm-hmm. uh, that'll come out next year. Um, 
One is songs inspired by the Mississippi River. Hmm. Um, and we're halfway through with that one. And the other EP is songs inspired by my favorite author, Carson McCullers. Um, and we're halfway through that one. So they're both conceptual. And then on top of that, I'm doing a, a project where I ride my motorcycle along the Texas border um, yes. called the Texas Border Project. So I'll be getting on my scrambler Ducati uh -huh. and riding from basically Brownsville to El Paso in a nine-day trip with two filmmakers and a couple friends. Um, I'm doing yeah. some informal interviews, yep. and I'm taking some tiny <laughs> microphones to record sounds of bridges and birds and and uh, all of it will culminate in an art exhibit at the uh, September of next year so I'm, I'm actually a got a small grant from the city of Austin so the city wow. of Austin is behind me and, and you can be too if you go to the Texas Border Project.com <laughs> RTX Club. Border Project on Facebook get on that Mario yeah. uh, we're Google about away. to launch a Kickstarter and it's gonna rock so. good That's all right. so that is like totally music in the in the for me, like if I move my meter from like independent artistry and having mm -hmm. a live band, it's like pointing it to the left and being, mm. now I'm going to take some sounds and put them in an art gallery with yeah. image, images and sounds that I feel are interesting and connect with that space. So so I I've, I've tend to wear a lot yeah. of hats. So That's so beautiful. Maybe, maybe that helps them more versatile, I hope. If the wall doesn't get built, it's going to be because of Amy Bulbright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dang, that's, I'm like... Shook if so that's why you should send money to your Kickstarter campaign. Let's that is stop be the wall in January. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Well, it's, it's not so much stop the wall. Know, it's I'm more joking, of yeah. Joking, yeah. Of well, uh, it's more like what is it like? Yeah. What is this region like? If if we strip away so much of the attention that's been brought to building of a wall or mm -hmm. the narcotics, and it's it's an attempt at trying to show that. I've learned so much about the border since I've been traveling there. I've been taking trips about every three weeks down there. Oh, wow. Um, uh, the, uh, the longest record for hang gliding is that Falcon okay. the Ridge Area and Eagle Pass. Like they, they, I think it's something like 300 miles. Also, the nation's top birding sites are down there. Oh, wow. Birding, birding sites? sanctuaries, yeah, for migratory oh, birds. Oh, cool, okay. Um, I was like, what is birding? Is that like, is it being a bird? Is that like the Because <laughs> it sounds like a, like a scary. That's where you go to be a bird. <laughs> right, but I, I just, I'm confused. Like, is it like for birds to migrate there, or is it they stop? No, I mean, birds? just they stop. It's a common place where they stop for the, uh, the, uh, the, the amount of spe species in a certain area is oh, very, wow. very, very rich there. Okay. Um, That's amazing. And, now, and just yeah, just this last weekend, I, I got to hang out with some Kickapoo. Oh wow! Okay. Indian folks. That, so you're that, going out to make little trips, and to help you sort of plan more. Yeah, when you make I'm the basically trip. That makes scouting sense the road yeah. and just kind of looking to see what pops out to me. Wow. Yeah, now, as it is interesting, you know. Yeah, are you going to be interviewing other artists along the way? I am is a few visual artists okay. in the valley right now. Wow. Um, and um, I'm. I'm crossing my fingers that I'll have an aerial uh, flight along the border. Okay. Uh, from, yeah. Yeah, at, out in West Texas near Terralingua. Oh, wow. Um, and I've, I've ridden some uh, bicycles along the levees okay. there, and I've been invited to ride in a canoe, so what? I'm excited. What inspired you to want to, want to go do this? Because this is a massive undertaking, right? And, and you're, you, know, you have to secure funding for it, pull the right people together. Yeah, what, I don't, what I'm pretty it? crazy. It's been maybe a healthy sort of stress, but I think I wanted to do something that was, 
this sounds maybe ridiculous, but I wanted to do something that was larger than an album. Okay. So much of, I feel like, if I look back on my career, and mm. it's writing songs that I've felt emotionally connected to or that I feel inspired to write, and then kind of doing the formulaic, okay, go play some gigs, have a yeah. CD release, go take a tour, now try to... I spent a couple of years really throwing myself into writing songs for other people. Mm. Um, okay. And, and now I decided to, oh, you know, I, I want to gather information from a, a very certain region. Um, and it, it wasn't nece- it was inspired mostly because it's close to home. Okay. And I, I just have a tendency. I'm, I'm a big-time swimmer, and I, I'm usually mm. always drawn towards the water in some form or okay. fashion. And, um, and uh, it just stuck with me. I, at first I thought, ah, and, uh, and then six months later and a year later and then a year and a half later, the idea was wow. still there. And I was like, okay, this is something I need to really... Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to so. turn into a tumor if you don't do anything about That's it. That's right. It's yeah. going to be a little creative. That's crazy. Uh, but then it's not like I've got this, like, yeah. there's been this uh, kind of adventure thing. You know, I got a, yeah. I had some things happen in my life and, and I got a dog and I got a motorcycle. And those were the healing factors <laughs> for me. For you, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of went with that motorcycle theme. And, and then I guess there's a little Anthony Bourdain coming out. But yeah. I, I had to say to even cool. use that comparison because, <laughs> you know. He's, he gets to him. just eat a bunch of food and travel. I know. His I dog don't watch is him. Ama- I am so <laughs> jealous true. of Anthony Bourdain's life. <laughs> I, I just, I think I'm cuter than Anthony. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we would agree. He looks like beef jerky. We would but agree. But he gets Maybe to I need eat whatever more, he wants. Maybe I need some more tattoos, but I mean, like, I was like, oh, man, I could go out there and be like, from the artist's standpoint, That's and right. be right. like, what are you making here? Why did mm-hmm. you choose to, yeah. to to paint this here? What is the meaning of the story behind I this? I think those are so great like, stories yeah, that yeah, don't ever get told, and so it's a chance for you to connect with them and give that to you know the, the larger world. Oh. So Usually, I think my rule of thumb is That's like great. if something sticks with me for more than a year, mm-hmm. it moves from just a yeah, there you go. an idea to like, okay, I'm going to put this into action now. Yeah. It wasn't just a phase. Right. You know. yeah, Did you like find yourself like along the way like making little like leaving little breadcrumbs to make it happen? Because sometimes when I procrastinate or like sleep on an idea for so long, I will eventually have just like left myself enough traps to have to do it. Like a lot, of, oh. you know what I mean? Like how many loaves I, of bread have you gone through? <laughs> do not judge my carbon take right now, young man. I feel like it's not that it's it's more of like a putting a fire under your own ass kind of thing. Like I'm terrible with that shit. So if I like actually stack up the evidence to make it in my hands. It's like, well, now mm. I've, I really have to do it. I need to turn this into something or else I'm going to drive myself <clears> crazy or want to kill myself for never finishing that shit. I hate that. I hate not being able to finish the project. It's bad. I think uh, we were talking about, um, earlier before the show, we were talking about a, your spo- sponsorship mm-hmm. for, yeah. Yeah. for this show. That's right. Um, and trying to find uh, new ways of funding and just community support. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the really the the big fire that I put under my ass was uh, <laughs> was applying for the city of Austin grant, which is a, oh, yeah. a cultural contract, which literally I have to sign with the city of Austin, bef- you know. And I I received a small grant, and now there's this sense of yeah, this, you, gotta, you know, you this is going to have to happen. Yeah, That's in some great. form of you know, and of course I have yeah. like my idealized A plan, and then yeah. there's some versions in between, and then there's like. Well, if the worst, if every, if everybody <laughs> leaves me and it's only me on my bike, I'll take my GoPro and this. <laughs> and then there's like the, and then I'll rent this venue and just 
get a bunch of wine and we'll just have a party and I'm we'll talk about like the border the, and the end of the jerk right yeah, you're yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> and all I'm gonna take is this and I'm gonna take my lampshade yeah, <laughs> hop on my motorcycle yeah. I think I think there's a I think that there's a lot of interest so I, I I can honestly say it's the first time I've ever done something that is uh not so focused on like money that I've saved or ask mm. fans to contribute to that is primarily like my music Mm -hmm. like this is like no there's actually 12 or 15 people along the border that these are their lives you know and i think um giving a face to a region has a lot more power than just negative press and negative press and negative press because i've I've been pleasantly surprised i mean i'm from east texas and my entire life nobody was like oh you should go hang out at the border you should go you know you should Go out to Del Rio and check that scene out, or go out to Eagle. You know, I'm looking at the map and I'm like, I've never heard of these places. I've never wow. been. Nobody's ever told me to go visit. So, and then yeah. I'm getting there and I'm like, man, there's a whole lot of history there. Yeah, just tons. Well, it's become yeah. like a like I'm from the Midwest and it's like not even it's a it's like a joke. It's not funny, but they're like, no, you can't go. You know, like you're gonna go down to Mexico for a vacation, like have fun getting kidnapped. And it's like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Like why why is this a why is this a kind of dialogue that's surrounding that? Because they're not even anywhere near it. Mm. So it's not a real place to them. They don't associate it with real people. Yeah, we get scared to talk to other cultures, I think. Well yeah, and then they bring up this like f- humor out of the fear. And it's like I think it'd be really important to see music and, and kind of exposing the people, like putting a face and a in a culture and a and like I don't know. Speaking of music, yeah. Should we do another song? And <laughs> if you're, because this is such a really great conversation. Um, but I do. I know we have a lot of fans that are that are watching online and in the room. So we're gonna hear another song. We're with Amy Bobrick. And if you just tuned in, send in your questions online. Um, when we come back from this song, we're gonna start asking Amy some more questions. So let us know. This one's called Secret. Can you keep a secret? Tucked away inside If you can, I'll tell you One of mine sure would look the fool You know people talk around And this is such a small, small town Can you keep a secret? Can you close and lock the door? Then throw away the key, dear Without asking what for If you can't, I understand It takes a certain kind If you can't, we'll stop right 
We have uh, some questions coming in online. We actually okay. have a comment here. Um, you have a fan from Hiroshima, Japan, apparently. Yes. So, uh, yes, uh, Shuichi Iwami. Uh, yes. Yeah. He, he just says, um, is it he or she? Uh, it's a he. So, so thanks for sending your comment. Um, and he just says, cool, watching from Hiroshima, Japan. And uh, say hello, Amy, if you get a chance. Oh, That's I will so say sweet. hello. <laughs> And I'm wondering how his project is going. Oh, he was okay. working on a book oh. about Austin. Oh, really? Summer. Yeah, he what? was here. He was visiting a few folks in South Austin. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right, so, cool. hello. Hello, Japan. Plug. One day, get me out there. Yeah. That'd be okay, fun, cool man. Place. Get that tour going. That would yeah, be no fun. Time. That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I think uh, Roxy Roca just got back from that. We should get you connected. So, that would yeah. be great. That'd That's be fun. good. This is why we do the show, friends. That's why. Making That's connections. Right. First hand. <laughs> and we have one from Mario. Yeah, Mario asked a question. Um, what's been your favorite place to visit along the border so far? Ooh. Oh, my God. I know. i got to be careful, right? This is a tough one. Uh, well... <laughs> this says a lot about me. Um, Pumpville. Oh, okay. What was, uh, what, what was, what did you love Pumpville about it? Pumpville is a ghost town that is truly a ghost town. Okay. And, uh, uh, it was basically the old set of tracks that was built, I believe from San Antonio out to El Paso on the railroad. Okay. And they had steam engines. So it was a small town that, that, um, that sprouted up because of the railroad itself. Yeah. And then once the um, st the steam went to a diesel engine, mm. the town dissolved. And there, when you go there now, you see a bunch of remains of buildings. Mm. And there's a Baptist church that mm. holds 
uh, a okay. service <laughs> and a railroad track. And uh, it's just, it was this very strange feeling of standing somewhere thinking like, yeah. there once was a community here and now. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't help gone. but wonder how many people just passed that sign and there's not much information on it. And mm. it's just like, wow, like, like it's, it's just a turn away, and yeah. yet people pass it all the, all the time. And it, to me, it's very, the whole theme of boundaries with the Texas Border Project. The rivers move. I mean, they're dynamic. Mm -hmm. The Mississippi is a deltic river. It's not supposed. It's actually because man has tried to hold it in that has caused so many mm. issues with flooding. Yeah. I mean, if they allowed it to be a true delta, it would it would just simply move. It, people just shouldn't live along it. Yeah. yeah. It should <laughs> yeah. be allowed to, to just move and snake around, right? Mm -hmm. But the idea of boundaries being like, kind of like invisible ink. Mm -hmm. They're there, and then all of a sudden, oh, the railroad's here, and then oh, no, 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 yeah, it moves down it's like crazy. ten miles or something, and it's somewhere else now. Yeah, and, and then societies move with that. Just, I think it's just very interesting. Well, yeah, we and it's just fun to uh, say, Pumpville. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. For any, not for any other reason. I like that. But we heard a lot about those challenges, those issues this past year with the election, right? About a lot yeah. of these towns and the way things have shifted in the economy that happened. So it's got to be a challenge for you to be, at this time, taking on what may be considered some other controversial project with probably what you're going to yeah. hear and see, right? Does that, does that worry you at all? Uh, it doesn't worry me because I don't have a political agenda with it. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think it's more revealing to see what... Uh, the people that are living there say about how it's affected them. A, yeah. a lot of them are that I've spoken to are, are quite yeah. against the building of a wall. Yeah. They, I mean, they do yeah. want stricter borders, but mm -hmm. they they just don't think a wall is the way to to do it. And yeah. um, also, um, in one in one, uh, I had a sit down in Laredo um, with a group of artists, and I was surprised by. Um, I asked the question, like, how many of you have either been affected directly by violence or a family member or someone you know, and mm -hmm. everybody raised their hand. I mean, oh, really? pretty much the idea of severe mm -hmm. violence is, it impacts people's lives down there. So that's mm -hmm. getting super serious, but I was, I was shocked by that because, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah. everybody has a story and some of the teachers have students that have, you know, brothers and sisters, they're, they're just gone, you know. Yeah, and students. I imagine, you know, if we, and we should have you on the show a year from now, right, when you're back and, and yeah, you know, to hear fun. about the experience, because yeah. right? I, I think it will probably impact yeah. you and change you as a person, probably how you view things. Yeah. Yeah, it's like visiting entirely another culture. They're just, I'm sure, just everybody I've met has been incredibly warm and friendly mm -hmm. and and, uh, and more than willing to, to give me a stroll around town yeah. or, or, or tell the history. Yeah. Um, and it's it's nice. I mean, the the food is amazing and calorie packed. Yep. Maybe we can send Becky Joe down there with you. You can just write on the back, and we'll do the yes. whole comedy musicians. I will do nothing but just food dance all the distance. Food dance. I'm not the only one who does that. Like mm -hmm. dances when their food gets delivered to the table. We do have questions about who's people travel or things mm -hmm. traveling with your items traveling with you. And one question is, um, so what kind of dog do you have, and is who she going to be riding with you on the trip? <laughs> and this came in from Shelly Haynes, who's in our studio audience here. <laughs> yes. Oh, I have a good old mutt. Nice. <laughs> He's a 25% Great Pyrenees. Cute. Um, and he has a Staffordshire coat, so he looks kind of like a tiger. He will wow. not cool. be riding with me. No, I won't make the I trip. believe he will be staying with his trainer. 
um, <laughs> during that time. <laughs> That'll be tough. Um, I've taken yeah. him on some road trips, but uh, I think that that That's might be a little... probably a big dog, right? He's, a, he's not that... He's about 55 pounds. Yeah. I, do have, I do have the romanticization of, of getting, like, the sidecar and <laughs> right. putting the goggles on him. Oh. Uh, I was yeah. picturing Becky Joe in the sidecar with the scoop, <laughs> you know, Snoopy thing going. Yeah, I probably just, like... I'd like fall asleep and end up all completely outside <laughs> of the thing. It'd be bad. Yes. What's the dog's name? Crow. What is the dog's Crow? name? Crow. His name okay. is Professor Crow. I love C -R -O -W -E. Professor Crow. What? Yeah, I had to be like fancy, so I've added the E like Russell Crow and Cheryl Crow. I like that. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. make it fancy. So. Put an E on it. Yeah. Oh, that's Professor so cute. Crow. Um, Professor Crow. So shifting gears a little bit, um, you're still teaching. Uh, mm -hmm. You're at the Austin School of Music, is that? No, right? I'm not there. Oh, okay. So, no, yeah. I take some private students where okay. I live. Yeah, over in Clarksville area. Okay. I have a few songwriting students right. and um, piano and guitar. So. All right. Yep. How many so how many hours a week do you do you teach still then? Mm. And are you taking any new students? Right, we should let folks know. <laughs> Somebody you know is listening locally. I am. I'm taking new songwriting students. Okay. No more guitar and piano. No. Um, and teenagers and up. What's so. that like teaching, especially younger ones, the songwriting process? It's well, I mean that's why I mostly teach teenagers mm -hmm. that yeah. want to do that. Um, I've I've been lucky enough to do some workshops mostly in uh, Denmark or Sweden based around songwriting, but I think that that's a, uh, um, I've had a, a few really personal conversations with a few of my teenage students and they yeah. seem to have a lot to say and, and they'll come in with um, often uh, pages that look more like journal entries mm. and a sense of a melody and then I, I try to just help kind of strip away the themes and kind of put it in a shape for them. Oh, okay. And I've had a few go on. I have a student right now at Berkeley. Oh, She's in the songwriting, yeah, yeah, performing program. So that's, yeah, it's very good. cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I, I just, I taught her for about a year and I would go over and we would co-write. And then I hooked her up with a great friend of mine, Clay uh, Connell, who used to own the Roadhouse Rags here mm. and uh, took her in the studio and I hired a band to, to be behind her. And, okay. and she sang and played guitar with a, professional band for three songs and Whoa. then she uh, you know she that's put that out great. there so it was cool yeah. that's really cool there's like no pressure teaching students in the live music capital of the world. Yeah, <laughs> like right? there's no yeah, pressure yeah. and then that's, uh, that's it's gotta be different here yeah i mean here because yeah. there, there's gotta be pressure more from, perks i would think I, you know honestly yeah. i think i'm lucky because i get to yeah. make, i get to make music all day and i get yeah. to slow down and really remember i think sometimes you can get caught up with like oh how do i get that next gig or how do i get how do I take that next step yeah, in my right. And you can kind of lose sight of, oh, that's right. Like, yeah. I need to just slow down and yeah. make what I want to make. play a happy, yeah. sun, <laughs> sunshiny song and remember that music is, it's actually, very, it's actually very telling because mm. um, I've, I've had to teach a lot of cover songs that I normally would never listen, choose to listen to again. Mm. I might hear them on the radio, but I never like sit down and learn them. Yeah. And I'm shockingly surprised with how just simple and straightforward they are. Oh, so sure. at, at, to me, like actually in my own writing now, I'm like, I got to get out of my way. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, I can let see me just that. think about that Bruno Mars song there. Let me think yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, the certain pop tune that's because you a lot of your stuff can be fairly complex. You and you know, I've seen written comparisons to you to like Bjork and some of these other. I would consider very. Oh man, Bjork is like she's yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, she's she's uh, she's, she's but that's the closest comparisons I've seen. When I think about some of them that are that are you know on the other end of that spectrum with some more challenging uh, type music. I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, music is 
You know who I've been listening to lately that I that I dig a lot, and I think if you looked at it in notation mm. or on paper, um, or even production wise, when you listen, to it, is is Alt J. Yeah, I his love stuff it. is Alt amazingly J. complex. Right. Yeah. Production wise, I mean, it's it's like Bach like. Huh. He changes palettes of sounds with backup vocals and instrumentation. Often every two to four measures, a new sound mm. or a new yeah. construction will be there. Yeah. And that is like, to me, it's like, you're t- it's, it's constantly something new. Yeah. Like constantly there's some sound that's, and it's incredibly complex, yet it's so tangible too. So. And to keep it cohesive, right? I mean, yeah. In sense, I mean, yeah who knows? And I mean, I love, I love super simple songs too. So. Yeah. Um, should we let's switch to another song? Is that okay? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do that. All right. And send in your, uh, yeah, let's do a couple songs. Okay, well, I'm going to do a, <clears throat> a newer one. Talk about simple. This is a simple. I've been writing a lot of A-A-A-A-A forms. <clears throat> it's a dirge. Let's hear the dirge. A dirge, a slow. It's called The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, which is the title of a Carson McCullers book, my favorite book in all the world. This will be coming out next year on a short six-song EP. The heart is a lonely hunter. The heart is a lonely hunter. In the dark, empty streets, hunger 
Some people search high, some people search low, others sit in a lawn chair saying, I don't know if there's rhyme and reason to the things that be, then what's the purpose? What's the meaning? At times it starts to feel like a crossword puzzle game. We're guessing at the letters of something we can name. I don't want no preacher to tell me where I stand or how I got here I'm a rational man but still I wonder what's it all about when all this beauty 
makes me shiver inside The question starts to fade and my lips follow along To that good old phrase that Louis put to song What a wonderful world Try and keep it open For the most part I am the seeker Crossing through your fields I'm unpeeling a grapefruit I'm watching for what This life questions that came in from our, uh, our studio audience here. Question from Jennifer Haveman. So thanks for sending in the question. Um, the question is, have you written any songs from your border travels so far? I have not so far. So know. this is <clears throat> always fun to explain. Um, I may have something like what you just heard come out, which is kind of more of like a more message-based narrative storytelling song. Um, but Actually, usually when I'm writing lyrics at home, I have a tendency to listen to what's called ambient music, which is sometimes, well, it's just to build ambience. And often it can be based off of field recordings, which is any sort of sound that's collected outside of a studio. So this project is going to be more about collecting the sounds of like the Rio Grande, like I'm recording the sound of the water. I'm recording some bridges. I'm recording sounds of markets. And I'm going to use those as the palettes for constructing what may be a little more kind of instrumental type music. Um, cool. So I've just been yeah. gathering. I've been in the gathering stages right now. So basically building a sample library to pull from. But I'm not going to be surprised at all if <laughs> some sort of overarching narrative song comes from that. But the Kickstarter comes out in January, and that song is, is mm. a guitar and a bunch of sounds, um, uh, fences and uh, washing machines and... and uh, environmental sounds that I've captured, so that'll give you a better idea of what it sounds like. Now, are you do you get inspired by the sound that it then, or the sound that inspire the song itself, or do you have a song in mind? You're like, oh, I need I need a good bridge. Can I go out and find some good waterfalls? Literally on a bridge. <laughs> no, I mean they kind of match. So I mean, this okay. last trip, um, I crossed the Pecos River, and that was one of the largest bri bridges in North America for uh -huh. really a really long time. Okay. Um, and uh, I recorded that bridge and. What struck me was, you know, there's a canyon below. Um, okay. And from the time uh, the car approached to the time I couldn't hear it anymore, it was a good, like, minute 
huh. in 15 seconds, wow. which okay. is really long. Yeah. So to hear that, I mean, that sounds, maybe that totally bores some people. But when you also make that drive, to try mm. to explain the landscape of a Texas landscape that changes from an urban setting mm. to you got to make sure and get gas or you're going to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah you won't When make you drive it. on the border and in West Texas in general, you're just totally blown away by the amount of space there is. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that inspires me, the space and the length of time, the distance. Okay. So those are, those are just questions I'm asking. I'm not a super technical person. I'm, I'm going to be mm-hmm. leaning on some friends that are more experienced mixers and okay. sound engineers. But, um, yeah. but um, that fascinates me. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it is like the market. I've been into some of the flea markets down there that were just like whew, crazy sound. You know, walk in, there's like a bands yeah. and, on every stall, and I'm just like, oh my goodness! And how oh, cool, right? <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I don't speak Spanish, so again, there's the there's the language. But it allows you to immerse yourself in it, and then you know, I think to tie that together is another good part of the story. Yeah, um, it's also just I think a, a way that I would approach it as a musician. So it's yeah. just a doorway to walk through. Yeah. Um, another question. Um, is a question here from Shelly Haynes here in our studio audience. Um, a question, did you go to the Mississippi River for the concept album songs um, tied to that? I did. I took that trip. Um, uh, there were some things lined up in my life that, that didn't happen the way I thought they would, and I mm. took that trip because I needed to move, like motion I found helped me. So I just okay. put my guitar in the car and my camera and... and uh, I just followed that line on the map mm. and that ultimately that that trip up the Mississippi I spent when you look at it on a map you can get from New Orleans to St. Louis mm-hmm. if you drive all night I think it was like 10 or 12 hour drive or something like that yeah, Damn. That's crazy. Um, but I took five days getting there so oh, nice. at you one point it, yeah. I was lost up on an army barrack like <laughs> I was like oh where am I and my phone wasn't and uh, it, it was kind of nice to to just be lost and yeah. I didn't have any obligations. I nice didn't have anything though. pressure. Yeah. I didn't have to, I could just, just meander and wander. Just take it and in. I found that to be very freeing and kind of healing in a way. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and if you're sending your questions, but we've, do we do have um, a few minutes left. Segment. Yes, we do have, um, I'm going to switch over cause um, I know we have some people who tune in to watch Linda's mom's my, my mom question. Oh, wow. So my mom so, yeah. watches every week, and uh, it's her favorite thing to do is to call me and criticize the day after about how terrible I was and how the questions that I should be asking. Um, so she never been... criticizes me. I'm starting to worry about... You know, I might. Uh, but basically, she <laughs> had might. some questions last week that were holiday-themed that if you watched last <laughs> week's... Is it up yet? Is it's up Benton with Eric Bettencourt. Is live. I loved, now, yeah. I loved it. I thought I had the best time. I thought it was super fun because he just hated every single one of my questions. And if you're watching Eric, I'm sorry, but it was it was just a train wreck in the most epically beautiful proportion. Like I mean, Ben and I were giggling about it for like 20 minutes afterwards. Yeah. It was great. So I'm gonna ask some of those questions. They're somewhat okay. holiday we're themed. Redo. Yeah. But I also have a couple of new ones and um, one that was inspired by, sorry Linda, uh, my older sister sent me a meme today. So one of those is this question. And these are rapid fire. Yes, so. they're just gonna be as quick as you think, like it's gonna be really dumb, real easy, not necessarily pain free maybe. Okay, so do you have a favorite Christmas song? Um, yes. 
And it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I remember the title of it? It's a really dramatic one. Can you sing it? Yeah, this person's way through he himself is called to shake. That is awesome. Mario, whatever it is, someone Shazam that. I should know it from that favorite. I actually just sang it in choir when I was a kid, and it was just really powerful. And your least favorite Christmas song. I also really hate that Christmas shoes song. It's really depressing. Yeah, it's just stop. It's actually, but if you take the melody and speed it up, it's actually nice and jazzy sounding, and it's really beautiful. It just makes you want to sleep. It's a group of kids that I just want to be like. It's the musical. I love kids, but like, get on the pit. Stop. It's true. I know little kids are so cute until they can't find their damn key. Not cute. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite drunk uncle that you like to people watch? This is my favorite question, Aaron. That in, likes to people watch? That you like to people watch. I don't know why my mom worried about that. Do I like, like to people yeah, watch? Yeah, like, I just I just assumed she would want to know who your favorite drunk uncle was or aunt. Do I, do like, I like to watch one of my drunk uncles? She worried it like that. Like, people watching, like, we're at, like, an amusement park or something and we're staring at people. No, I think she means who is your favorite family member to get drunk with on the holidays. Oh. Or watch get drunk. I guess. Oh, That's good. I, I think that that might have to be, um, well, my dad. See? Or yep. That's always a good my choice. Sister-in-law. Oh, sister-in-law. That one's That's good fun. too. Yeah. You can gang up right. on your brother. Are you gonna see them next week? Or are you going back? I am. Um, okay. Yeah, have my fun. dad has a very l low tolerance for caffeine and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen him the opposite too, where he walks <laughs> in the, and my brother caffeine. walks up and goes. Drink two Red Bulls. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, Dad's on he's speed. Like, he's off the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who wants to take apart something in the garage? Yeah, I just Whoa. built four new sheds it's in the backyard. Kind of the opposite, yeah. Do you have any weird like family Christmas ornaments? Like my, we have like a bunch of really ugly ones that my mom doesn't hang on the normal tree anymore. But they were the like, you know, tree. shit, we made when we were little kids. They're not on the real tree anymore. Thanks, mom. She didn't match oh, the aesthetics. I think my, I think I have the classic like all of. I, I have a brother and a sister, so my mom, you know, has our baby portraits on there yes, and like the oh, yeah, but we also have great. like themes so we have like uh, um, the Wizard of Oz character mm. I love that cool I we have Winnie that. the Pooh yeah so some of I mean I don't, I don't think we have any ultimately like super cheesy I think the I just know it's Christmas because mom is like it's the Bailey's time. She loves to drink Bailey's. Yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, so that's my mom really, will like, always that's drink the Bailey's. That's, awesome. that's a great... I mean, and like, I don't really have a strong... Like, I try the eggnog and blah, 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 but, like, it's like, you know, it's Christmas when mom, like, just... Has the Bailey's. Pulls out the Bailey's, and there's, like... You open <laughs> the fridge, good. and there's Bailey's. Awesome. Have you ever done, like, a Christmas recital, and or, like, do you have any embarrassing childhood Christmas recital memories? I've done Christmas recitals, but I don't have any embarrassing. Right, like I really wish my mom would have filmed me. My sister sent me a picture. I was about. I'm gonna put it in the comment. My sister sent me a picture of my nephew at his Christmas recital the other day, and I'm using this as a platform to plug that because it's the damn cutest it. thing I've it's ever seen show. in my life. But the last <laughs> and final question of the Linda mom questions, which is kind of was just answered, but it was it's not ho the holidays until blank. What in your household is it the Bailey's time? There oh, there's always that? a breakdown uh, yeah. moment. Right. There's always a breakdown <laughs> moment when, I mean, oh, man, I hope mom's not watching. <laughs> if it happens that every other year we all gather at my mom's house, and now that there's my brother and sister both have, uh, you know, around the five to three-year-old, a five and a three-year-old, oh, each of them, yeah, six yeah. and a... So at some point there's, yep. like, we've clearly planned that we're going to call 
we're going to call out for pizza. Yeah. But then all of a sudden food starts appearing from, so, and then it, there's a big debate about, well, I don't want to call for pizza. Oh my God. And, yes. the, kids, and the kids in the movie. And, and it's just, it's like, there's a movie guy and the pizza. And it's like an hour later, there's no pizza, there's no food, there's no movie. And it's just not and really kids are moving melting anywhere. Down. Yeah. It's like meltdown. And everyone's drunk on Bailey's. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, yes. it, and then of course it's like, just be, you know, someone walks out of the room and then it's one sibling turning to another saying, I just say, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another sibling going to talk to the parent or the right. other yeah. sibling who's having, you know, everybody has their issues. <laughs> but you know what oh my I, is my tradition is um, I like to have a white Russian at the cloakroom oh, okay. here in Austin. And yeah, I also yeah. like to watch that movie Home for the Holidays. Oh, Aww. nice. It okay. is so good. That is good. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. My favorite. Is so when can we join you at the cloakroom? It already happened. Oh, all right. We all missed it. Happened. So happened. Yeah. Next year we'll find Next out. Next year so I will tell you. you. It's a bad sweater, so you can come for sure. Right? Oh, yeah. Yay. I'm best. Oh, that is a bad sweater. Right. I just touched my microphone and Ben's plotting my death. Uh-huh. That, wasn't, that wasn't the worst one. <laughs> well, <laughs> that wasn't the worst one. Thank you, Mom Linda. Those were a great set of questions. Love you. Fantastic. And Amy, thanks for coming on the show hey, tonight. Thank you We're thank so you glad. And when do you leave? When do you officially leave on your the trek? Well, I can tell you right now the Kickstarter comes out in okay. January, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and February right now is the trek. His plan, okay. His plan for February first. Yeah. And how many miles? Um, altogether, the Texas border I think is around a little over twelve hundred. Right. Jesus. Okay. Um, but that's like technically like following the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's probably gonna be a little more than that because it okay. shoot down to yeah. some roads yeah. and cut up. So it's a long haul. Yeah. Well, um, I know we'll be watching the journey, so yeah, I hope it's a out. very safe journey. Um, and I think it's great that what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then people can catch it the Violet Crown when it's ready and it comes out the whole documentary. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. It'll be, a, we have a sponsor from the Violet Crown here in Austin where we're cool. gonna be able to show that. And also the main exhibit cool. will be later in next year in yeah. September. So I'm still working on securing that. Um, nice. But all the information, and up, if you want to be up to date on it, can be found at the TexasBorderProject.com. Yep. And also I'll be posting on my own personal website, amybobrick.com, yeah, about so. the project. So. Please follow Amy if you're watching later, if you watch the recorded version. Um, if you're watching now, please follow Amy online on her Facebook page and check out the Texas Border Project. We're pretty excited about it. I know we're going to be following her and watch for that Kickstarter campaign because um, we think this is important, especially I think what's going on in the world right now. It's, a, it's an important project. So. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for coming for on. Thank you. Please like and share the show. Um, hey, we're taking the next couple of weeks off because I know you're not going to tune in right around Christmas or New Year's. Um, but hey, we're going to be posting um, our, our past shows um, are going to be coming out our next couple of weeks. So check those out and check out our YouTube channel. Um, we thank you all for supporting us. We're going to be back on January 9th with Jamie Harris right here. So tune back in. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody here in the studio audience for coming in tonight. We will see you guys in a new year. See y'all. Okay, head over to comediansinterviewingmusicians.live where you can get additional bonus material and rewards. And you can find all the full videos on the Music First Hand YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. See you next time.